Yesterday that is 23rd April was World Book Day and I'm a complete bookworm and today joining me is another bookworm who loves poetry has written her own book called 0059 and has also become a friend Himangi Nair Hi Himangi how are you I'm fine Dhruvi how are you I'm good too And so uh, we both we both I just talked to her yesterday and I was like uh, I started with like okay so you want to talk about mythofiction and you went all like oh my god I wanted to talk about <laughs> Yeah So uh, yeah so we are going to start with mythofiction so uh, why don't you tell us what's your favorite So mythofiction I feel like it's gotten into popularity recently the first book that i read and immediately fell in love with was the palace of illusions by chitra banerjee devakarani it's uh, the mahabharata from draupadi's perspective like right from the second she was born to the oh. second she died and it's just so overwhelmingly beautiful like even <laughs> talking about it gives me chills because it's so elaborate i can't say precise right it's mythofiction but it just yeah. feels like so real like you're there it's crazy amazing <laughs> i've been meaning to read it you know it's amazing you just have to because then you'll end up reading all of her books she even has ramayana from sita's perspective ah okay okay yeah okay so uh, since we talked about mahabharata uh let me say that uh, i think like um, even on the book of this cover it's written that he is the uh, literary rock star of india i'm talking about none other than amish tripathi <laughs> uh because i can talk about mythofiction without talking about this book uh it is the immortals of meluha this book is one of the best books i have ever read and uh, it made me fall in love with indian mythology again have you read it <laughs> I haven't I have it my entire family has read it so I have this oh. FOMO right now <laughs> but I it's <laughs> I hope they haven't reading. given spoilers No no they haven't yet <laughs> So uh, the plot line is very grasping and what connects the most with the reader or at least it did with me is mm. that it doesn't have a magical or unrealistic element you know like mm. every time you watch mythology uh, like uh, serials or you read about it it's always like it has that uh, unnatural element you know mm-hmm. but this is so real it shows lord shiva through the author's eyes and oh. uh, he has just uh, you know brought up all the elements of shiva's character like his compassion for the weak his mm. wisdom mm. he uh, him he's shown as doting husband he <laughs> okay. uh, valor as a warrior Mm. and uh, of course like we know the nataraj pose he is also shown as an excellent dancer Ooh. and um, of course we cannot talk about shiva without his anger <laughs> <laughs> of course yeah but uh, you know like uh, what i mean by real is that amish has shown the flaws of the characters mm. like even shiva and he has shown how he evolves and the mistakes uh, can happen from anyone but you should know how to handle your reactions and uh, that is one lesson i will cherish <laughs> <laughs> that's really nice that's really nice i'm definitely going to read it soon <laughs> yeah and not to give you spoilers but you have to read about like the way lord ganesha is connected to him i mean it is genius <laughs> wow okay <laughs> yeah so yeah that is definitely one i would recommend so uh, what about you 
um the second one i wanted to talk about again was mahabharata but from uh, the perspective of karna's second wife the book's name is karna's wife and i was just waiting for that moment when you know even draupadi comes in because <laughs> the palace of illusions mm-hmm. but it's really interesting because most of what we've read is based around men right the male mm-hmm. characters of the story and it's just so different to see how women are looking at the same war yeah it it feels you know, really nice you know no i didn't know karan had a second wife or yeah. even one wife for that matter <laughs> yeah yeah it's really good it's really good Okay so I, I think I'll you are giving me suggestions and I'm giving you some <laughs> Yeah yeah I'm loving this Yeah so uh, so tell me do you like dark superheroes or like dark stories Yes I mean if it's not clear from my choices <laughs> I mean just putting it out there <laughs> Yeah of course <laughs> Well uh, then I think that you will definitely like this next one Uh you know we all talk about heroes of the books but for a change let's talk about one of the most feared and famous villain in Indian mythology mm-hmm. aka Ravan <laughs> because without a villain there is no hero right right So from the same author that is Amish another book which you just can't put down in the middle uh you know it is it is so grasping it is a uh, ravan story from his point of view because oh. we have always heard that he was cruel you know he was mm. ruthless absolutely shameless but mm. there is more to it you know the, uh, we don't know about the trauma that he had in his early life mm. like how he was rejected and planned to be murdered by his own father oh my god and how he all along uh, with his mother and his younger brother kumbhakarna escapes to kanauj and becomes a pirate and then he establishes his own empire and uh, it spreads like wildfire what wow. uh, so the twist here is that when the love of his life is killed mm-hmm. after finding her after a lifelong search he's devastated and wants revenge you know so it shows how even after being smart ambitious and skilled he uses it for destructive purposes and it shows how we must choose dark or bright side and try to live up to it because if he wanted he could have i don't know done something so great he would have gone down in history for something else hmm. but you know he chose to took a revenge uh and the story you know makes you have a little sympathy for him <laughs> yeah so uh so of course like now that we are talking about books we can't ignore the greatest literary works ever in history <laughs> of course and so we are going to turn to classics so uh, do you enjoy classics simangi i love 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 classics <laughs> i just i can't tell you i always feel like i'm born in the wrong era <laughs> yeah and like <laughs> yeah it just feels like home you know when you pick up a book you're mm. completely there cuz like one minute you're in the french revolution and you look up and you're like wait i'm in the 21st century what's going on you know <laughs> it completely takes you there i love it yeah definitely so which is your favorite classic so i d- haven't read like main many classics because we didn't have anything in our syllabus but i read a tale of two cities like a month or two ago and i loved oh. it um it's of course slow like most classics but the way <laughs> charles dickens writes <laughs> oof like my favorite thing about him is 
he takes a metaphor for the scene and then he continues the story with the metaphor i don't know how oh. he does it but it's like amazing amazing wow what you know you? i have like i have been trying to uh, start reading a tale of two cities but every time like you said you know every time i start it's like a little slow hmm. but now that you have described it in such a way i'm definitely <laughs> going to read it <laughs> yeah it's good it's really good well uh, about me well i read this book when i was like uh, 12 or 13 it is little women hmm. and uh, we have all heard of this book and more so because of the recent movie adaptation yeah uh, which fyi if you didn't know there is already a movie made in the 90s based on this book yeah. <laughs> and uh, but of course i have watched the latest one because well there is emma watson and timothy chalamet timothy chalamet <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah but more so because you know when i read this book the concept was a little new to me like you know how the, just the journey of each girl is so unique you know where they are trying to make sense of the world around them but also like trying to make their own life yeah in it and uh, of course being sisters and annoying each other <laughs> <laughs> yeah and the most beautiful thing is apart from the setting i mean come on <laughs> it is the simplicity of the plot you know mm. like when it starts you really don't know where it is going but slowly as you read it you are like oh you know this is like this is like regular life <laughs> you know yeah. and but it has so much deeper meaning especially uh, jo who like loves reading and likes to write stories which is quite different from the girls her own age during that time yeah and uh, you know just like she also wants to see her family happy and deep down like she really cares about them and uh, but also like she's headstrong and she's uh, different from her sisters mm. and she even sells her hair to get money which just shows like how much she cares you know because mm. i won't do that to my hair <laughs> <laughs> like yeah and i was uh, so sad when beth dies you know Oof. like she was the sweetest and like she was so young <laughs> yeah And right now, when I said Beth die, Beth dies. Spoiler! I, I could picture no, I could picture Joey go Beth die. Exactly, I was going to like, oh, we were all Joey when we read yeah. that. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I just love the overall transition of the characters. Yeah. It's uh, even I read the abridged version when I was like eleven or twelve. Mm. I really want to read like the entire thing now. So Oh yeah you uh, should especially the end i mean yeah and nice. and like you know it just teaches us that uh, you got to create your own destiny and never give up, give up on your dreams mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. yeah so uh there are a lot of people i know out there listening to this episode and they are like oh but we don't like reading books <laughs> so uh, i just want to say like You know there are so many movies out there that have been uh, adapted from uh, so many books and uh, I think people watch these movies and then they are inspired to read these books hmm. you know yeah. did that ever happen to you my mom uh, so everyone knows Bridgerton came out right I think mm-hmm. last year or early this year she watched the first season and I think the next day she bought all the seven books on Kindle <laughs> she's already on the fourth Whoa. book yeah she's like totally in love with the <laughs> concept and well adaptations you really can't talk about adaptations without talking about Harry Potter right yeah 
Oh, come on. <laughs> That's like one like, of yeah, the milestones. Like, those who know me they know that i can't stop talking about <laughs> harry potter <laughs> with good reason i mean it's yeah yeah so what I did mean, you think about the movies yeah i mean it's like a lifelong dream to uh, go to those castles mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> go to the visiting world <laughs> i think that uh, you know the movie adaptations are pretty close to the books and i like that because you know sometimes they just like deviate from the story which mm-hmm. is not cool mm-hmm. and i think that like in lockdown so many people started watching harry potter and i was like huh, that's old that's old <laughs> i watched it like loads of times <laughs> yeah 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 like my friend uh, she lives uh, she lives in my building and she was uh, she started watching and she was like oh my god it is so good i want to read the books and i'm like come 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 i want the books to read it <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. When did you watch Harry Potter? So I um watched uh, like parts of the movies when I was like super young because my mom was in love. I actually went I can't believe this. I was alive, okay? And I was watching movies <laughs> when uh, The Deathly Hallows Part 2 came out. We went to the theater together, but I didn't watch like the entire thing. So I started oh. reading the entire series when I was 11 or 12 and after that I watched the movies again. and ob- obviously like as a book you're like they didn't add this they didn't add that they removed this they oh, removed no. that <laughs> but the best thing i think the reason we liked it is because they completely stayed true to the characters hmm so that's exactly yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i mean who who's your favorite character uh, i know it's hard to choose <laughs> but <laughs> yeah um hermione for obvious reasons oh, i will <laughs> <laughs> But I do like uh, you know I also like uh, Luna Lovegood and Dumbledore a lot. Yes, yes. Because both of them they are like uh, Luna is like so true to herself like she doesn't care like oh so what I'm weird. Mm. You know, she's just so true to herself and Dumbledore is like treasure trove of wisdom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Luna, right? I think she was very important to Harry because Harry has many moments of self-doubt. Hmm. and like the peer pressure kind of thing yeah. and like luna's there like you know just be you i really like that yeah yeah very very true so i for one love detective stories and clever plots and the first name that comes to my mind is sherlock holmes i love every adaptation of sherlock holmes because the stories are so clever that you can add a great twist or even modify the tale and yet you will enjoy it and okay so there is a lot of debate whether the movies uh, by robert downey junior are better or the series starring benedict cumberbatch so um so, what are your thoughts well i love both and the thing is that they are so different from each other because one is set in the victorian era while the other is based in modern london and also closer to the plots hmm. um i really love rdj <laughs> the way he has portrayed the clever narcissistic yeah. i don't care kind of sherlock holmes yeah. but he really still cares a lot about his friend dr watson mm. <laughs> yeah and i love the way they have modified the plot and yet shown the observations and deductions of sherlock holmes you know mm. and his rivalry with moriarty which one yeah. you like better oh i love again both i mean rdj is like legend <laughs> but the series are just 
like she's so crazy their mother to get them married <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. I, i really like that yeah and the journey of the characters is so beautiful Ooh. yeah it's it's really which is your favorite part from the movies from the movies um if i had to choose a favorite part it would i think the last scene is a default answer ah okay okay <laughs> um but also the balls oh yes yes definitely i mean what would i not give to be part of a ball <laughs> yeah and i i don't get you know how they used to know all those dances <laughs> like you rehearse in your at your home when you are alone or something <laughs> yeah yeah like what <laughs> what was your favorite what was your favorite she gets to know that mr dasi uh, you know told his friend to stay away from her sister hmm and then like they run out into the rain and all that entire scene is oh, it's just the best yeah yeah really i really intense. like that scene <laughs> that's a good one <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so uh, like i don't know why but i'm always drawn to like fast and mysterious movies <laughs> so here's another mystery for you it's a it's a hercule poirot mystery <laughs> it's called the murder on the orient express Have you watched it? I oh my god I re- just realized I haven't watched it. Oh, but I read oh, it. Oh, that's fine. Oh, you read it. Okay, <laughs> yes. then that's okay. <laughs> Even I read it first and then I watched the movie because you know the book that I have on its cover there's Johnny Depp. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like okay, I have to watch it. Okay. <laughs> but of course his role is a little small but where well, it's fun. <laughs> nice. And you know like um, the day i started reading this book i was like i can't stop reading it it's really i like and i was looking for the movie everywhere and then i finally found it on hotstar and i was so happy <laughs> <laughs> and you know the thing is that the way he reveals the conclusion mm. and the process of connecting all the ideas it is just so thrilling mm. like every time you are like shifting like is he the killer or oh is she the killer you know mm. like the direction of that movie is like awesome nice and you know at uh, the entire journey it is so unpredictable that when you reach the conclusion you are like how <laughs> you know yeah, yeah i mean agatha christie will leave you like tongue tied <laughs> yeah. i think uh, she like has created the i'm air quoting clichés like we have like the main tropes that we have most of them uh, are created by her any uh, recent favorites that you have watched any movies like adaptations or just like in general in general also um kill your darlings and dead poet society i can't oh. believe i lived like 6 70 years <laughs> without watching <laughs> dead poet dead poet society yeah I... yeah life is just different <laughs> <laughs> wow You know uh, I just recently found out that Clueless have you watched Clueless No but I've like heard a lot oh, about it Oh oh you should you should definitely watch it like I mm-hmm. watched it and then I found out that it's like a really famous movie mm-hmm. So uh, you know it's a really loose adaptation of the book Emma Oh 
Yeah, and I started reading Emma. So, hmm. how are you liking Emma? I've read Emma. I really like it so far. I have only completed like three, three or four chapters, but mm-hmm. so far so good. <laughs> nice, nice. Even if you're into Dark Academy, I would definitely recommend Kill Your Darlings. It's a dark. Oh yeah, movie. do tell me what it's about, no? It's based on the real life story of these poets. um okay. or like artist as such and in the end only i came to know it's a true story and i immediately bought his book Ooh. allen ginsberg and it just it's just <laughs> i don't have words it's so good you know speaking of like as we were speaking of adaptations mm-hmm. uh have you read or watched gossip girl i'm sure ipshita when she hears this she's going to dance <laughs> <laughs> no i haven't i haven't Oh you should you uh, like I watched I started like I watched the first season mm-hmm. then I started the second season ka first episode but at that time I was watching Emily in Paris okay. and uh, in one of those episodes they revealed who the gossip girl is <laughs> and then I was like hmm <laughs> you know so and then of course netflix took it away <laughs> so really? i i haven't watched it oh. but i want to i really want to wait how many seasons are there There I think seven, six or seven. Yeah, oh. yeah. It's pretty good. Everybody says like, and the characters, the lines are so iconic. And mm-hmm. again, we have Blake Lively and Leighton Meester. So what so, can I say more? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it was great talking to you, Himangi. Thank you so much for coming on my show. Thank you. I enjoyed this. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, even I did. I think we need to talk more about books, you know. Yeah, we should definitely do a part 2. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I hope you uh, the listeners you guys enjoyed it and you will uh, check these books out if you haven't already. And I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>